0: Welcome back everybody. Welcome to another Ramblin' Radio episode, episode number 55. We're still talking about personal branding this week, but before we do, we got to give a huge shout out to our sponsor of the podcast, Liquid IV. You guys know, those of that have been listening consistently, know how much I love this product and that I didn't partner with them just for kicks. And giggles. This has been a product that I've been having for the past few months, and it's been a game changer for me, especially when that afternoon drag hits. And my favorite product of them right now is their matcha. Their matcha is the green packaging. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna leave a link in the podcast description. So go there, click the link. And what's great about this product, I think this is their best product by far. And that is it has 100 milligrams of caffeine in it from the matcha. And I don't even like matcha and they made this taste good. That's just a little side note. But what's so great about it is you get such a great boost of energy, just like you would with a coffee, just like you would with an energy drink. You feel it Almost as much, if not more, than a coffee or an energy drink. But here's the kicker. It keeps you hydrated and continues to hydrate you while you drink it. And a coffee and a normal energy drink does not do that. Because of its caffeine intake, it actually ends up dehydrating you. But this product ends up hydrating you and you get the caffeine boost. My girlfriend and I, have been; we've both been drinking it. We both agree. We both feel the same effects. And it's just been an unbelievable product in our lives on not a weekly basis, a daily basis. And what's also great is if you do normally get coffee or you go get a monster energy drink, this is cheaper than getting an energy drink or anything like that. It's a seventy eight a stick. But I have a great discount code for 25% off, which makes it closer to a dollar a stick. So it's even cheaper. So Liquid IV, it's available nationwide at Costco and Target. You can go get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Kravitz for that 25% off. K-R-A-V-I-T-S, not a Z. Kravitz that's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code Kravitz at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code Kravitz. Guys, check it out. Send me a DM. I'm telling you, anybody that sent me a DM after taking this product, they've been like thank you this is what i need throughout the day i'm telling you it's it's that fantastic i wouldn't promote anything otherwise so let's get into the podcast and let's talk about some personal branding let's go All right. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for clicking on the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with me for 30 minutes to an hour. It's another solo episode, although we've got some amazing guest episodes coming out shortly after this, which I'm really excited about. But it's little me today coming at you with uh, some little tips and tricks to keep your creative business going and thriving and kicking ass and feeling good and taking names. But first, before we get into the juicy goodness, I got to give a shout out to my five star review people, you guys have been killing it. We have over 200 five star reviews. I don't know how many, but it's just been phenomenal to hear the feedback of the pod. You guys are, are loving this podcast. So if you feel like anybody else would love it, give it a share. Let them know about it. But let's give a huge shout out to Jake Fine. He said, Zach is the epitome of providing straight up value info. I've been following Zach since before the podcast even started and have been blown away as a creator as to how practical information truly is. Thank you for the amazing content, Zach. and Keep grinding. Thank you so much, Jake. I appreciate that. It's always good to hear people that have been following since the, the basement days, the good old days uh just for you shout out to just for you super genuine guy from the limited time i have followed zach it's been very clear that he's very intentional with his work he really tries to ensure that he's open with his business and creative experience so you can benefit the most from everything he puts out definitely recommend the podcast and everything else he's got going on thank you so much just for you one more and then let's get going oh my man alex castile Shout out to Alex Castile. Give him a little shout on uh, the podcast at Alex M. Castile. Uh, He's got great work. Thank you for giving a five-star review. He said, man, where do I even start about Zach? I found his work back in 2017 and have been a fan since. His work ethic and skill set stood out to me off the jump but it was the conversations and support that he provided me that stuck the most. While I've never met Zach face to face, I strongly consider him a friend, a mentor, whether he knows it or not. Well, I know now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this podcast is nothing short of gold. He shares so much information each episode and delivers it in a fun and interesting way that keeps you wanting to check back for more content. I'm super happy for your success and hype to see what the future holds for you. Wow. Thank you so much for that. Reading these five star reviews gives me so many ideas about content and the way to change the content to make it better for you guys. So I appreciate that. You know, everything that we do here, if you're a new listener, I try to take something that might feel complicated initially. And I really try to simplify it and make it super digestible. And, you know, that's what we do in the Creators Blueprint, my coaching program as well, only because those are video modules and you know you actually see me face to face there's pictures and things that I draw as well because <laughs> I love drawing pictures but thank you so much for the five-star reviews if you want to leave a five-star review we don't just you know say thank you for five-star reviews I actually give you some cool shit number one is I give you my productivity journal anybody that leaves a five-star written review you get my productivity journal it's my entire system for getting shit done on a daily basis I've been using it for more than two years I've really nailed down my my own process and it's been helping a lot of you just from the feedback so if you want to leave a five-star written review take a screenshot of it before you click submit and send it to hello at kravitz.com we'll send you the productivity journal ASAP and then we're also doing a big giveaway at the end of the end of the year where we're giving away a pair of apple airpods pro so if you leave a five-star review you're going to get a pair potentially a pair of apple airpods pro so we like to thank our five-star review people so thank you and then the last thing a little update is i got a little something in the works for you guys a couple things always thinking and trying to serve and provide to you and make your career An unbelievable career and and continue to grow and produce revenue in your creative business. So I got a couple things in the works and both of them are free. So be on the lookout. We we might have a little bit of a workshop coming up. Just be on the lookout for that. Just I'm just gonna throw the word a little workshop. Okay. Workshop. Just just keep that in the back of your mind. But I think I got a little workshop coming out in the future potentially. And then we got a little something else. But anyways, that's all I'm going to say. What we're going to talk about in this podcast, we're we're continuing the discussion of personal branding and what gets in people's way, what makes people thrive. We're going to talk about a couple things that makes people thrive in their personal brand. And number 1, one of those things is to it sounds so so simple, but it's to to stay in your own lane. That is probably the greatest thing you could possibly do. We could end the podcast right here if you just stayed in your own freaking lane. And I come with personal experience, all right? I'm not just talking the talk here. You know, these are things I deal with too. These are things that I have issues with too, is staying in my own lane. We are constantly being bombarded through social media, through the media, through our friends, through text messages. Through emails, even myself, I'm sending emails to you. I'm sending little quotes. I'm posting on Instagram. You know, I'm part of the problem too because I have a message and it helps people, but you have to take it when you need it and let it go when you need to let it go, meaning not look at it when you're not ready to look at it. And that's the point here is is what's your filtering system and what's the intention behind it? Problem is, is we wake up in the mornings and the first thing we do is we get on our phones and then once we're done getting our phones looking at what our friends are up to and social media stuff and we've cracked our eyes open, then the next thing is to have breakfast. What do we do while we have breakfast? Well, we're watching YouTube videos. We're watching vloggers. We're, we're <laughs> we are always consuming stuff. And so… How can you limit that in the best way that you possibly can? And I don't know if there's an answer to this except for just ask yourself, why are you doing what you were doing? If you can kind of just stop for a moment and reflect why you're about to pick up the phone, which is a very difficult thing to do because it's so second nature. Like When I'm working on things, if I don't throw my phone somewhere else, my reaction is to Whenever I'm thinking and trying to write something or create a piece of content, whenever I'm working in front of my computer and I get stuck with something and I pause and I'm starting to think and then I'm like, yeah, I'm not really coming up with something. I reach for my phone and I see, "Okay, what's on Instagram? That has become a habit in my life. and So if I don't throw my phone somewhere where I forget where the location of my phone is, I won't get work done or I will get work done, but it won't be as efficient as it should be. It might take an extra couple hours or it might take two days instead of actually getting it done in one day. And so what I do is I do these focus sprints. This is part of my productivity journal that I give to you guys. And one of my strategies is to do a focus sprint. So I'll actually get rid of my phone. I'll put it somewhere. I'll put it in a different bedroom, whatever And I have this nice little timer on my computer. It's this new app. It's called Gesture, I think. It's like $3 or $4. It's kind of a ripoff, in my opinion. It should be free. But I I got sucked in, and I bought it anyways. (laughs) But it is nice because it's a nice little timer and alarm. And what I'll do is I'll set the timer for one hour. That's it. One hour. And what I'll do is I will work as hard and as fast as I possibly can. And I make it a game. I try to make it fun. I make it a video game. I try to make my entire business a game like a video game. And I will work against the clock and I'll try to get it done as fast as I possibly can. I don't look at social media. I don't go to any web browsers. You know, I don't even really drink any water and I try to stay consumed into the work for an entire hour and it's not easy. You know, it sounds, oh yeah, that's only an hour, but I'm talking about such intense focus that you're not even looking away from the screen. You are so consumed by the work that you know, a mosquito, a fly, something could land on your face, and you would let it stay there and eat off your face. You know what I mean? That kind of focus. It's not easy. It sounds easier said than done, but I challenge you to try it. And so I'll do that for an hour, and then I'll take a fifteen-minute break. And if I feel up to it, I'll do another hour. Throughout the day, is I, I try to track these focus sprints. And I know personally and I know from researching from scientific articles and things like that, we we can't focus for more than four hours. I thought it was five hours, but of intense focus, we can't focus as a human being for more than four hours a day before our intensity of that focus starts to drop severely and we start getting distracted and the quality of our work decreases, et cetera, et cetera. We can only focus for four hours a day. Go look it up. Go check it out. I thought it was five hours and I recently looked and it's four hours and that is it. I like to play a game where I'm like, okay, my one thing for the day, I have four focus sprints to get all of my shit done or I lose the game. Game over, right? And it's just like a video game we have tomorrow. It's not like you're going to die or your business is going to fail or anything like that. But I like to make these things a game. And so that's what I'll do is, you know, I give myself four focus sprints. Like I have to get all of my shit done in four focus sprints and that's it. And once that's done, it's done. And it really helps. I got to tell you, that's, that's been a massive game changer for me for staying in my own lane. And staying in my own lane. The one person that I've learned from this the most, I don't even think he knows it, is Nick Bear. Nick Bear is the king of staying in your own lane. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing that. I'm shouting it out. I'm declaring that right now. If you want to learn one thing from Nick Bear, it's staying in your own freaking lane. You probably didn't even know that about him. And it seems like it's a selfish thing right it sounds selfish but it really isn't because when you stay in your own lane that's when you're making the max amount of progression in whatever it is that you're trying to do. And when you're progressing so much in the thing that you're trying to do, you're able to have that thing benefit other people. And it's like a domino effect. It rubs off of everybody and anyone that you're around. You're able to get your work done faster. Then you're able to connect with the people that you love. It's not all about business, but staying in your lane allows you to stay in that creative bubble because what happens when you don't stay in your lane is you start to look at what other people do. And another word for this is obviously comparison, but not in the way that most people talk about comparison. Most people talk about comparison being like trying to be better than someone or trying to level up higher than someone, et cetera. That's usually kind of the negative aspect we talk about when speaking of comparison, but in this sense, it's really just more of distraction. That's what I'm talking about here. When we're talking, staying in your own, it's really just distraction, whether it's someone in your industry or someone that's not in your industry, when you're looking and consuming other people's content all the time, you're not consuming and thinking about your own content. You're not consuming and thinking about your own customers. You're not consuming and thinking about your own members, your own tribe, your own people. and Yes, you can get inspiration and look at what other people are doing to get certain ideas, but you have to be intentional when you go and do that, and that is the key. Everything you do, you need to be intentional about it. Everything you do, when you go and you start looking at your friends or your competitors or friends that are in the same industry whatever be like okay i'm going to look and see what nick is doing right now and just see what he's up to and, and reach out to him and and blah 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 or i'm going to i'm going to reach out to to jack and i haven't talked to him in a while or or i haven't really looked at what he's been doing let's just take a look at what he's up to and and see how he's doing you know just by having a little bit of an intention behind it instead of just getting consumed and lost in it you can spend 10 15 20 minutes of checking out what they're doing and then going back to whatever it is that you're doing and and just drop whatever it is that you saw and get into whatever it is that you need to actually be focused on. So it's just it's taking it in a little bit of doses here and there. But for the most part, you really should be staying in your own lane. And just from personal experience, that's when I produce the best work. That's when I've made the most progress in my business. That's when I've had the most momentum. In, in business and momentum is, is everything. And you're not going to have momentum all the time because there's seasons to this. And that's important to understand is there's going to be those low seasons. And we've talked about it before, but by having that momentum and sticking with the momentum for as long as you can, that's when you're really going to see the most progress and staying in your own lane and not looking at what other people are doing is going to be a huge determining factor to that. I promise you from my personal experience, I promise you by not staying in our own lane, we start to use up the space in our mind for creativity and different kinds of thinking that could end up sparking a new idea for our own business to help our own customers and clients and members and all that stuff. You have to be very careful with what you're filling your mind with. And I'm telling you right now, just the phone, just the, the technology that we have access to, the latest television show, the new YouTube star, the new Instagram or the TikTok content, you know, all this stuff. It's like wearing drunk goggles. It really is. Think about, have you ever wore drunk goggles before in school in a a DARE program? D-A-R-E. I don't know if you listening to this remember the the DARE program. I I forgot what the letters even, (laughs) I forgot what they even uh, um, are anymore. But the D.A.R.E. program was, was a kid's program that talks about the harmful effects of drugs and and alcohol and things like that. And so um, sometimes a cop will come in and they'll have these drunk goggles on to actually simulate what it's like to be drunk. And then you try to go and pass the I forgot what the test is called. But when if you get pulled over and you've been drinking, they'll They'll uh, run a test to see if you're actually capable of driving, and then if not, you'll get a DUI, and it's really, it's it's all bad news from there. And so I remember wearing these drunk goggles. (laughs) They were just, they were absolutely ridiculous. So my point in saying that is when we're consuming all of this content, it really is like wearing drunk goggles where you just, I'm speaking from When I'm consuming content and I just feel so hazy, I don't feel as sharp. I don't feel as clear. Uh, There's a time and a place for that. Maybe it's in your evenings. Maybe it's part of your evening routine where you want to detach a little bit, play some video games or watch some YouTube content or whatever. But I got to tell you, just consuming it on a daily basis, you, you just start to feel so hazy. And let me let me tell you when I feel my absolute best. I feel my absolute best when I haven't been on social media or my phone for seven days and I'm out in nature. That is when I feel my absolute best. Now, you're probably asking, well, why don't you do that all the time? because i also have a love and a passion for sharing a message and helping people and so i have to kind of play that game that that balancing act of going back and forth you know filling up my cup of energy being out in nature and getting away from the internet and social and things like that but then also coming back to it and speaking to you listening And sharing my message and hopefully this impacts you in some way, et cetera, et cetera. So I got to play that balancing act. But that is when I feel my absolute best. So even when you don't realize it, it is clouding your creativity. It is clouding your critical thinking and your ideas, the possibilities, the things that you might think of. And so this week has been an interesting week for me. And I've been trying to provide value and get on social and and be there and be impactful and all these things. But I've also been trying to really give myself time in the day to just stand in front of this massive dry erase board that I have as a closet, which I'm really grateful for, and just brain dump and think of the next great idea that's going to help you live a better life and and produce better results in in your life. So that's what I've been doing. So staying in your lane is is a huge, huge part of that. So that's number one. Number two is I just posted about this on Instagram. And if you're not following me on Instagram, go check it out at Zach Kravitz. The post is called Be Like Eminem. And I've had this idea for this post for the longest time. And it's just Took me until now to actually create it. It's one of my best posts on Instagram in terms of the shareability. I mean, we got hundreds and hundreds of shares on it, which is fucking awesome. I love seeing that shit. And so what what it was is it was the movie Eight Mile, uh, Eminem starring in it. It's about him, obviously. And I took the clip of Eminem in the beginning of the movie where he's doing a rap battle and it's the beginning of the movie. So obviously he chokes, he's looking at the crowd, he's second guessing everything, even though he's majorly talented, even during this time in the movie, because characters are like, man, this guy's a genius. Yo rabbit, he's a genius. Check this guy out, blah, blah, blah. And yet he just didn't have the confidence. He didn't, he was so paralyzed to opening himself up to this group of people watching him, listening to him as a hip hop artist, right? And so he completely choked and he didn't say a word. And I related that to when you start a personal brand or business. It's like, you feel like a fraud. You feel like an imposter. You don't know what to say. You're unsure. You think the entire world is judging you before you even speak a word into existence. And You know, I know this from personal experience and I know this from people around me, friends of mine that haven't started their personal brand yet because they're just so paralyzed of the judgment and and the what if, what if someone doesn't like it? You know, what if this is stupid? What if this doesn't, there's so many what ifs, right? And so I posted that Eminem video to symbolize that. And then the second part of the post was, This is what happens when you decide to let all that go, embrace who you are, embrace your imperfections, let go of the expectations, and stop giving a fuck about what people are thinking and just put yourself out there. And of course, it's Eminem in that last rap battle of saying, "You know, I am white trash. I am living with my mom. My best friend did shoot himself in the foot with his own gun, blah, 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 just going off on all of the insecurities and imperfections that he had and so at the end, the guy had nothing else to say because Eminem just laid it all on the line. And obviously the entire crowd went apeshit over it and was, you know, congratulating him like, dude, you're amazing. You're the best. Fuck yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And, and that's it's it's just so funny of how accurate that is when it comes to your personal branding. You know, everyone's so scared to be vulnerable when being vulnerable is the key to unlocking The audience that you're trying to obtain from from doing this because you're trying to do this for a reason you're trying to build an audience that's the dream right everybody wants to build an audience and what's stopping them from building that audience is the one thing that they possess. And that that one thing is it's just vulnerability. It's just opening up to who you are and sharing your imperfections and just being truthful. And, you know, people throw the word around of being authentic. You know, you got to be authentic. It's such bullshit because the people that throw that word around so much said, oh, I'm authentic. You got to be authentic, blah, 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 are not authentic. There's very few people that are actually authentic In the online space. And so you wanna talk about separating yourself, just be fucking authentic. It's really not that hard. And you're gonna separate yourself from 90% of the people trying to build this so called audience. You know, you could stop right there. And that's what I did with my YouTube channel. For the longest time when I started in fitness, I was trying to be someone I wasn't. And for the longest time, I didn't have a following because I was trying to be someone I wasn't. It wasn't until I finally let go of that. Okay, that's not who I am. That's not what I want to do. And I decided to create videos that were me. And I was trying to build an audience, but I let go of the expectations. I didn't care if, if I built the audience or not. I just wanted to attract people that were interested in my shit. That was really all it was about. And I wasn't afraid to say, Hey, I'm this kid. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Moving back from college, back into my parents' basement, and we're just going to see what happens one day at a time. You know, I was just completely open to what I was doing. And over a period of time, anybody that came across my YouTube channel, for whatever reason, however they they found me at that time, got really attracted to me and was like whoa this is this is something that i haven't seen before this is fresh this is someone that's like just being themselves this is there's someone that's really showing their life realistically and a lot of people really weren't doing that and if you want to talk about it from a business standpoint talk about the trust when i put out my very first filmmaking course you know i had built so much trust with my audience at that time That I got a lot of people to purchase for a product that didn't even exist at that time because of the amount of months, the amount of videos I've put out and the amount of months consistently of putting these videos out and just showing who I am and that trust that I was able to build from doing that. And it wasn't even with a big audience, but I was able to start a business from my personal brand because of just being vulnerable So, vulnerability, you want to talk about growing your personal brand, vulnerability should be at the top of your fucking list. Because again, 90% of the people putting themselves out there are not actually being authentic and vulnerable with their audience. And people are getting so much smarter now. They can see right through that bullshit. Someone like me can see it because I've made this kind of my life. So, I can really see who's being real and who's not being real. And obviously, there's a handful of people that you know kind of surprise you I, I don't know, but I think you you understand where I'm coming from with that so the two main things I wanted to talk about today was staying in your own lane and being vulnerable and also the third thing I, I want to talk about even though the title is you know two two things to grow your personal brand or whatever the title is I want to talk about the importance of a personal brand just really quick and anybody. Listening to this, I know a lot of you personally, I'm going to call you out for a second here. I know a lot of you have your photography and your filmmaking on Instagram, but you don't show face. Not many of you guys show face. And I challenge you to show face more. Put yourself out there. Show behind the scenes. Not just you shooting, but who you are. Talk in front of the camera for a little bit. I challenge you to really have a personal brand. Not just a personal brand where you're just showing some BTS stuff and some edits and blah, blah, blah. But really talk to the people that are following you because it's just going to elevate your professional brand that much more. You're going to be able to get more clients, get more customers, get more members. If you have a membership program, whatever it is, you're going to be able to elevate your professional brand because they go hand in hand. For example, you can have a professional brand without a personal brand attached to it. You can have the business, you know, you can sell cookies, for example, and you don't have to have a face behind the brand, the brand itself, the product and the logo and the um, ethics behind the brand can be all within the professional brand. You don't actually have to have a face that matches with the brand or, or is attached to the brand. But that means that you only just have that one outlet of marketing and you can just market through that brand unless you obviously do some type of affiliate marketing, et cetera, et cetera. But if you attach a personal brand to it, now you have another channel or another outlet that is producing traffic getting people within that brand. And obviously you're you're gonna interact with your professional brand, which is cookies, for example, if if you're selling cookies. And so now you got traffic coming through your personal brand. And because you have this professional brand, that's your brand, people are gonna start purchasing those cookies because of your personal brand. And your professional brand is gonna attract people because they love the product, they love the cookies. And then they're gonna see, oh, that's the person behind the brand. I'm gonna follow them. So now your professional brand is starting to build traffic and get traffic to your personal brand. And then your personal brands still continue to build traffic and gets them attracted to your professional brand. It just becomes this two-way street of traffic through your professional brand and through your personal brand, both providing traffic to both sources. And so that is the power of having a personal brand and a real personal brand where you're actually putting yourself out there all right so that is what i wanted to talk about in this episode i hope this gives you some more drive to get your personal brand going actually get your face out there start talking start being vulnerable open up when shit goes bad talk about it unless it's too personal and there's things to hold in within you don't get me wrong there. You shouldn't share everything. You you don't have to put your entire life out there, but you can still talk about these things. So I challenge you to do that. I challenge you to really put effort into your personal brand because it's just going to continue to open up doors. That's the whole reason why I'm able to sit here right now and talk to you and continue to produce these podcasts, continue to coach, continue to put YouTube content, et cetera, et cetera. It's because of vulnerability and continuing to get better at staying in my own lane. I don't want to say staying in my own lane because I'm still trying to get better at staying in my own lane. So anyways, have a great week. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace.